Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Podcast Network Asia. I'm Mortal, I'm Stanley Chi, your host for the Underpaid Podcast. It's a pro-employee podcast na siguradong relatable sa lahat ng nag-opisina o work from home. So subscribe to Underpaid and enjoy the show. Mga Immortal, welcome to the Underpaid Podcast. I'm your host, Stanley Chi. Ito ang podcast na pro-employee para sa mga immortal. May kakausapin tayo ngayong episode na stand-up comedian sa New York. Pero bago siya naging stand-up comedian, nagtrabaho muna siya bilang beauty editor sa Cosmopolitan Philippines. At ngayon ay ang side hustle niya eh pagpapatawa, ang trabaho niya sa New York ay copy editor sa isang beauty brand. Let's all welcome Marielle Jimenez. Hi Marielle! Hi! Kasi matagal ko nang kakilala si Marielle. Siya yung nagme-makeup sa mga talents nung art director pa ako sa advertising. Siya kinukuha ko palagi na pinapasideline ko kasi yung mga makeup artist may mga racket din sila. Pero nagpunta siya sa ibang bansa sa New York 15 years ago. Nakipagsapalaran siya ron and then ngayon isa siyang stand-up comedian. Pero Marielle, pwede ba ikwento sa amin kung ano yung mga requirements na ginawa mo or kinuha mo para makapunta ka sa ibang bansa at makapagtrabaho ka ron? Wow, that's a very good question. So, I think naging fortunate ako and grateful na my mother pumunta muna siya ng States nung high school ako. So, matagal kami nahiwalay. So, she worked really hard so she could get her green card. Um, she did, uh, nag-ano siya, nagtrabaho siya seven days a week. She cleaned houses, nagnani, like every job she took. So, tinry niyang gawin lahat yun bago ako mag-21. So, yung part na yun, medyo naging lucky ba? Kasi, 
in terms of yung, di ba yun yung first hurdle, getting yung visa, paperwork. Yes. So, yun yung naging lucky naman na nagka-green card ako at the right time. But, syempre, pag ganong age na in your 20s, medyo yung priorities mo, hindi pa siya ganun ka-focused ba. So, it took a while before ako umalis ng Philippines. Uh, I built a career here first. I worked as a beauty editor at Summit Media. Kung familiar kayo, like, you know, trabaho muna ako dito ng seven years. But I, na, I think that helped kumbaga pre-plant the seeds ng New York kasi if hindi ako nag-work for Liza Gokongwe and Summit, hindi ako magkaka-opportunity sa New York na yung, dip your foot uh, in or kick the door open. Kumbaga, yung work experience mo rito, nakatulong nung nasa New York ka na. Nung lumipat akong work, nag-start from scratch. Work mm-hmm. up front, like naging assistant ako ng isang marketing director. Hindi yung galing dito, biglang beauty editor ulit. Kinailangan ko pa rin mag-start mm-hmm. from the bottom. Marielle, kumbaga, your mom took one for the team. Siya yung nagka-green card, kaya ka nakapunta sa One New York. for the team. Oo. Nung nagpunta ka sa New York, you started from, ano, the bottom ulit. From the bottom. As in, nag-work ako sa restaurant. Never ako nag-work sa restaurant. Nag-hostessing ako. Sinisigawan ako ng mga head waiter. Uh, I had to do two shifts during the day. Tapos, as in, barely paid, barely made the rent. As in, as in, start from the bottom talaga. As in, lumipat akong New York with only $400 to my name. My mom gave me my first month's rent. But after nun, bahala ka na. Uh-oh. So, kinailangan ko makahanap ng work. Eh, nung time na yun, inaantay ko pa yung... So, yung former boss ko here, si Liza, gave a recommendation to my future boss in New York. Pero mm-hmm. syempre... I still had to do the work. Iba yung, parang they cracked the door open ng konti. Tapos mm. ako na yung, but merong waiting time yun, mga three months na hindi sila sumasagot. So, uh-huh. kailangan ko mag-work sa restaurant. Start from the bottom talaga. Like, learning the value of, you know. Kaya ngayon, kapag may mga nagtatanong sa akin na kung gusto nilang lumipat sa New York or anywhere, I I'm very encouraging. Kasi, you never know, di ba? Right place, right time. Tapos, if that's what your heart tells you na you want to do, you should follow it. It can be hard. Pero kung yun yung talagang nasa puso mo na gusto mong gawin, ibig Uh-oh. sabihin, merong something there, di ba? Oh, Marielle, tatanong muna kita kasi yung iba, wala naman silang green card pa. So, kailangan meron silang show money. Yung passport nila, may mga tatak yan na nag-a-abroad ka. I-interview ka sa immigration para ma- magkaroon ka ng visa. Ano yung mga tinanong sa'yo nung sa immigration? Very good, ano to eh. Very good line of questions. Yung green card ko actually medyo hanging by a thread. Kasi ilang months na lang mag-21 ako. So munti ko nang di makuha. So papanik na kami lahat. Tapos, my parent so, I'll answer your question about other ways to get it, di ba? But with my green card, nung nag-interview ako with the immigration officer, since yung parents ko got married when I was 8 years old, ang dami niyang question. Hindi siya naniniwala na yung mami ko, mami ko siya. Mm-hmm. Nagpadala siyang pictures. I had to prove that my parents were my real parents. So, mm-hmm. pabalik-balik. So, di ba yung feeling mo na, oh no, yung pinagtrabaho ng mami ko ng ilang years, tas bigla na lang... Just because 
Ayaw nila maniwala. Hindi <laughs> pa uso yung oh, DNA so, di ba? Oo, oh, as in, dala pictures from oh. childhood, mga birthday oh. party, oh. mga yung mga library of memories ba, naka-post it, naka... So, I had to go through that those types of questions. But if you're asking for my tips or advice, always be professional in front of an immigration officer and don't volunteer information. Answer what they ask. It, okay. it, it's the same with... Pati sa Manhattan, like, pag mga ganong related na government or immigration, don't volunteer information, answer the question very directly, very succinctly. And one, you have to breathe so you don't get so nervous. And then two, always tell the truth. You can't hide, as in, you can't lie. Kasi even if you lie, they'll find, they'll find out. Any small lie, like, uh-huh. lalo na paper trace, don't lie. Kasi... Like, let's say with my parents, I think at some point, maybe, I ko na maalala kasi this was like 1999, like late 90s. I think di ko na mention agad na hindi sila kinasal agad or something. Mm-hmm. Kung yung mga, mga, mga ganun, like don't lie kasi it will just delay. Don't lie and don't withhold information, but don't volunteer information. Is that weird? Don't volunteer information. Ano yun? Hindi ka pwede makipagkwentuhan sa kanila. Hindi sila parang friendly na, ano, very professional well, lang. Pag- Actually, very good ano yan, question. Kasi depende sa immigration officer pa. May mga immigration officer na medyo chika-chika sila. For those of you na may tourist visa, di ba pag dumadating kayo sa port of entry, di ba may mga immigration officer. Tapos yung iba, mas wala stamp lang sa stamp kanila. Wala lang. Parang serious. Ganun din, like the green card. But same Experience. So when I finally got my green card and citizenships, pinonser ko yung husband ko. So mm-hmm. same process, the paperwork, interview. Yung nangyari, going back to your question, uh, yung, yung sa immigration. For yung immigration as officer assigned to my husband's case, when I first met her, she was so strict. Talagang oh. stern. Angry tita. <laughs> like, minayi mm-hmm. tax document. So wala. Sabi niya, kailangan bumalik in six months. So, another six months of long distance, which is a whole other story. Tapos, nung next time ko na siyang nakita, I think nagka-boyfriend siya. Oh, oh, oh. Blooming siya. Mm-hmm. As in, biglang, very friendly. As in, far cry from the lady from six months before. Oh. As in, she was like, hey, this to the point, sabi niya, I think you should work for the government. You should work here. Like, like nalaman, former public school teacher siya, and then she mm-hmm. left, kasi, you know, to work for as in, ganun na siya. So, you never, you, you never really know. Basta, just be professional, tell the truth. Yung pag-volunteer na information, kasi kung may masabi ka, tapos kailangan mo i-support with documents, hindi mo dala. Mm. That adds another couple months. So, kung di niya tinatanong, huwag mo na lang sabihin. Pero, pag tinanong ka, don't, pumumbawasan yung, just tell the full truth. Okay. Pagka, kunyari, Kasi nung time na in-interview ka, hindi pa uso social media. Ngayon, meron na. May Facebook na, may Instagram, okay. ba? So, kahit sa bangko, magbubukas ka ng bagong account, sinecheck nila yung ano mo eh, yung social media mo eh. Uh, line of questioning nila, or yung pag, pag-investiga nila sa'yo, may nagbago, or yung mga kwento uh, sa'yo ng mga kaibigan mo? Actually, wala akong frame of reference for the newer, I'll have to find out. Pero malaki nga yung social media kasi nakakatakot siya eh, kasi they can check nga everything. 
Yung pinaka ako siguro na that can relate to social media now is so definitely you have to be careful with what you post. Pero yung naalala ko na example is teka, allowed ba akong ikwento yun? Kasi medyo, hindi, it's not my story to tell. <laughs> Theoretically, someone, someone, mm. let's say, okay, so, alam naman natin lahat, may mga pumupunta ng states, not like on their tourist visa, and then they just uh, stay. Mm. Uh, like, overstaying sila. Like, mar- oh. Yeah, I think that's how many Filipinos, like, that's how they're still going through that and then they're there they're still there so huge respect because they work so hard but we still have a lot of undocumented diba, immigrants i don't recommend it for sure because ideally do it the right way like which we can get into like you can maybe get a student's visa and then when you graduate um ESL, diba? like yung english as second language to do it legally but let's say tnt don't quote me on this. <laughs> Don't tell your kids to say bye, like, susulat ng letter, maglalagay ng letter sa maleta, na goodbye, I will miss you mm. until next time. Not, nothing incrimin- that will incriminate you in your luggage, in your phone. You're supposed to be on vacation, tas may nagbababay sa'yo sa telepono na parang for good. Be aware of those things. But try not to do it kasi... Stress, diba? Uh-oh. I know not the luxury and people really... Maano yung puso ko sa, nasa ganong sitwasyon? Kasi I recognize na I was fortunate to have had it easier in that regard Uh-oh. na yung paper. Pero naiintindihan ko with what my mom went through. Kasi my mom, when my mom moved here, to be honest, she had her tourist visa... And then she had, that's why she had to work ng seven days a week kasi she was, kumuha siya ng lawyer on retainer. So even when my mom sort of bent the rules, she made sure na meron siyang, kumbaga, safeguard. Uh-oh. So kaya, uh, seven days a week so she could pay the retainer ng lawyer. Tapos nagbabayad siyang taxes. Kahit Uh-oh. tourist siya, no? Nung come the time na pwede na nga siyang sponsor for a green card, she had tax returns to show. So, yun yung weird sa immigration na hindi, ko, hindi namin ma-figure out. They require you to have tax returns, pero you're a tourist. I don't know kung the same ngayon, kasi immigration is also a very touchy subject. But if you ask me, long and winded answer, try to do it the legal way talaga, kasi other than the stress, I don't know, it's such a tricky... Like, immigration is very tricky. And also, very polarizing subject. Kasi maraming Filipino immigrants like me na anti-immigration, uh, which is weird. Okay. How about the show money? Magkano dapat ang pera mo sa banko? So, that's a good question. So, hindi ako makarelate pa sa immigration. But what I can share is, so we recently bought our first place last year during the pandemic. Long story, some other time. So, naging ghost town yung, yung New York. So, we were able to buy a place because everyone left. All the rich people left. Mm. So, but we also had to show show money. Mm. <laughs> no, the, <laughs> ng um, so, nang kami ng money. So, yung sa co-op board, my frame of reference is 20 times ng monthly maintenance. So, I would say, just based on that, 
Siguro 20 times your living expenses per month. 24 uh, times. Kung yari ang sweldo mo, 10,000. So times 20 dapat yun. Yun ang pera mo sa banko dapat. Pero I think I'm not the right person to answer. But in just guessing from our experience with buying a place versus what the financial advisors say na yung, yung uh, emergency fund na six months to a year. emergency emer fund mo dapat, ang tinuturo dito dapat one year of your sweldo. Yun ang emergency fund mo. Frame of reference, no? Hindi ko alam na may show money din pala sa visa. Dapat Kala kung kukuha ano ka, di ba? Papakita mo yung pera mo na... Ano yun eh, parang, parang proof na hindi ka magti-TNT, na may pera ka. Ganon. Actually, na, ngayon na sinamination mo yun, naalala ko nga nung nag-apply kami ng visa ng Japan nung 2015. Kasi this year, gusto namin mag-Japan ulit. Mm -hmm. So, napag-usapan namin ng mabilisan na, ah, kailangan natin ng pera sa bank. Kasi uh -huh. ko, ah, kailangan ba for Japan? Now, ngayong minention mo, o oh, nga, kailangan mo ng show money. So, people borrow money or as in money nila yun? Kasi yung show money namin, hindi amin. As in, hiniram namin from family members. Siyempre, dapat hindi lang yung, kunyari, bukas ang interview mo, tapos kahapon lang dineposit sa banko mo. Hindi pwedeng ganun. Makikita niyo. Doon lang din yung mga tao? Yung iba, hindi ko alam kung anong ginagawa nila. Pero kailangan may show money. Ganun yun eh, parang kailan yung passport mo, may mga pinuntahan ka na, hindi pwedeng malinis yung passport mo. ba? I feel for the people, I've seen it both ways na, yeah, actually, yeah, no, mahirap talaga. So I only wish people well pag may plan sila. Ba't kaya ba tayo napunta sa subject ng... Hindi, kasi syempre, pumunta ng New York, so tatanin ko muna. Ang mapalahaw ay gati Oo, papaano ka pumunta ron, ganyan. Siyempre, medyo mahabang proseso. Yung iba, hindi siniswerte na pagka in-interview sila, na-approve ka agad. Yung iba, babalik after six months, di ba? Tapos, another six months na naman kasi kulang-kulang yeah. sa requirements. Tapos the way they give out your six months, parang sobrang, yeah, six months. You're like, that's half my year. Oo, di ba? Nangyari yun with my husband. Yung, yung consequence for that, kasi kami ng husband ko, four years coming long distance. Total. Kasi he didn't want to go to New York as a tourist. He didn't want to go to New York as a student. He wanted to do it the right way. And that the right way takes a long time. So I had to wait for me to be a citizen. Tapos, ang daming... Marami kang pagdating. Hindi ka yung very active ka sa social media. You're a TikToker. Tingin mo may may chance na mas mabilis yung approval? Si, okay, kanina, nanonood kayo, nanapanood mo ba yung Stranger Things? Oo, panood ko yung season 1. <laughs> ah, okay. So, yung last season kasi, merong character, no spoilers, for you and your viewers, may character na sobra siyang iconic, na sobrang iconic siya na naging, pinanood ko siya kay Jimmy Fallon. Sobrang iconic ng character that there's this Metallica song that all of a sudden, nag-chart siya ng number 1 ulit. Nag-chart siya ng number one kasi he performed it in this last season. But the guy pala, British siya. So pagdating niya sa immigration, kinukwento niya, kanina napanood ko lang sa YouTube, pagdating niya sa immigration, hinarang siya the same na dinala siya sa room. Sabi niya, why are you here in the States? Tapos sabi nung isang immigration officer, leave Eddie alone. Eddie yung name ng character. So kilala siya from Stranger Things. So... 
going back to your question, sikat siya, so I think it helped. Uh-oh. And then tinanong siya ng immigration officer na, are you coming back next season? Ganun. I think if mataon, although I also watched John Krasinski's interview, siya naman, ayaw pa niwala anong immigration officer na asawa niya si Emily Blunt. Uh, so it depends. Kasi yung mga nasa immigration na nag-interview sa'yo, hindi naman Pilipino, foreigner. Kung yari, kilala ka sa Pilipinas, pero foreigner nag-interview sa'yo, tingin mo makakatulong yan o hindi? Feeling ko, it depends on your level of fame. Like, mala Jake Paul ba? Or sino ba yung mga sikat na TikToker? Okay, yari, mga ano, yung nasa Pilipinas Kasi, lang, yari, you're a um, minor celebrity ka, hindi ka yung sobrang mainstream, di ba? Eh, makikita naman ng nag-interview uh-huh. kayo yan. Ah, ibig sabihin kung sinecheck nila yung social media mo, tapos makita nila na Oo. million followers. Oo, may mga, uy, may ginagawa uh-huh. pala siya. Oo. So, wala akong direct experience from it, but in theory, I guess if yung immigration is officer is a bit younger, like uh-huh. kung are Gen Z, millennial, Gen Z, so mas familiar. Although the other day, nung nasa, nung pagdating nga namin, yung husband ko napansin niya yung isang immigration officer nanonood nung kalimutan ko kung nung game sa Twitch sa phone mm. so nagsa-stamp siya tapos sa phone sa baba nanonood siya ng streaming so mm. I think kung puro mataon ka sa parang gano'n na younger oo nakilala ka ng, ano, ng officer pwede no oo makatulong pero, pero sorry parang useless based sagot ko <laughs> <laughs> Parang ano, uh, swertihan din lang. Oh. Swertihan din. But again, always stick to the truth. Oto, nagtrabaho ka na sa New York dahil Pilipina ka. Meron bang discrimination dahil Asian ka tapos wala tayong K-212, K-212 dati? Doon meron, di ba? So, kumusta naman yung naghahanap ka ng trabaho? Kahit na sabihin mong nag-summit Philippines ka na, nag-ano ka, mm-hmm. nag-Cosmo Philippines, may bearing ba yan o ano? So I really love this question because I've thought about this a lot in the past couple of years. So when I nung nag-move ako sa New York, it was 2007, pre-recession USA. So nung time na yon, there definitely was discrimination. I'll tell you how. Because when I joined the publishing company that I joined, the first advice I got from one of the VPs or whatever higher ups. The first thing she said was, okay, just downplay that you're from the Philippines. Oh, bakit daw? Because I had to play up yung pagka-global, ng experience, na English, like, mm-hmm. like very, yung impression that you're from the Philippines, just kind of downplay. But mm-hmm. this was pre-reception New York. And I distinctly saw the difference nung time na yon versus post-recession New York. Kasi pre-recession New York, ano sila eh, like yung mga Americans very like, mahilig sa malaking staff, like very specialized. Kung beauty editor ka, or kung fashion editor ka, iba pa yung editor for accessories, iba yung editor for shoes, iba yung editor for, for it, it was very specific. And then the recession happened, ang nangyari, let's say there were five people in the fashion department or more, 20. Pag may nag-resign na isa, hindi na nila pinapalitan. Kunwari, shoes editor ka before, umalis yung accessories editor, you just take over accessories. Mm-hmm. Lumiit yung staff in post-recession New York, and with that, 
feeling ko mas naging open-minded sila and mas efficient. I think yung before, yung pagiging pag-discriminate nila was a function of how they worked, not necessarily of their personality. So, kumbaga, pre-recession New York, mas maraming resources, so kaya nila ng ganun kalaking staff. So, kaya nila to be more... Feeling ko may connection yung the amount of people in a, working in one place and versus... Kasi naalala ko, one of the earlier conversations I had with one of the editors, when I showed my portfolio... Diba, I was doing makeup, I was writing. Oh. I was so, ano siya, diba, varied portfolio. Yung sinabi niya, what do you want to do? Like, do you want to be a makeup artist? Do you want to be an editor? Do you want to be a writer? What do you want? Make up your mind. Multitasking yung parang jack of all trades, hindi uso dun. Pre-recession New York. Oh. And then, post-recession New York, and up to now, mas ganun na. Multitasking, mm-hmm. like ikaw shoot, like, lalo na TikTok, YouTube, di ba? Ikaw mag-shoot, ikaw mag-edit, ikaw mag-post, ikaw mag-sulat, ikaw mag-perform. Ang dami ng multi-hyphenates ngayon, di ba? Yung mga multitaskers. Even on TV, producer, actor, ikaw na lahat, di ba? Like Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Like, yung daming mga ganun na. Yun yung going back to your question. So for sure, before the recession, it was more clear na yung ganun downplay that you're from Asia. Ngayon, baligtad. Like, be proud na you're, you know, you came from the Philippines or Asia na you can do all sorts of things. You can do the job of three people easy. Mm-hmm. So, I think yun yung pinaka-difference na yung recession talaga changed the way offices are run in New York, in the okay. States. Kumusta yeah. ang boss sa ibang bansa? Pareho ba sila dito sa Pinas na ano, Sa Pinas, medyo ano eh. Chami-chami. Uh, Oo, oh, chami-chami ka dapat. Oo. sin mo, bubulahin mo dito, di ba? Hindi ko alam mm. kung sa New York, ganun din. So, ang nangyari, nung, di ba nag-work ako sa summit? So, my boss right before moving to New York was Ian Evangelista. Ano siya, uh, she grew up in Canada. Yung management style niya was very... Western, like very straightforward. Hindi siya masungit. Like she was also very sisterly and loving Filipino boss. Pero yung management style niya was very straightforward. Walang mga pa sikod sikod. Let's say I was late for a deadline. She was like, Marielle, why is it late? It's due tomorrow. Ganyan. But outside of work, sobra siyang caring, like a sister. But I think yun yung it prepared me for the type of leadership sa. New York, which is ganun, mas straightforward na it's your job, you do your job, that's happy hour, happy hour, you, uh, you know, you keep work. So, in terms of ganun nga, kung may culture shock factor, yun nga, yung pagka-straightforward. Again, I was fortunate na, na my boss right before moving to New York was very New York-like. But mm-hmm. I think yun yung na mas straightforward. This, the one thing I would tell you guys is don't take it personally. Kunwari sabi nila, where is this ganyan, ganyan, ganyan? Uh, Tapos medyo turn, diba? Dito parang sungit niya. Anong problema niya? Mm-hmm. Kung, kung sa nerd, wala. It's just work. But it's also important, I think, for Filipinos. As Filipinos, kasi ba we're non-confrontational. We're very... Yes. I think I saw this in one of the... In your book. Yung sa... One of oh. your books. Yung oh, sa likod. Oh, yung ano... Yung parang... Is that the one that... Na parang we're non-confrontational. Yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. We don't 
makeup. Mm-hmm. So for me, ano yun, parang it, it was a muscle I really had to train. Na I had to learn to speak up and defend my work or even defend the way I wanted to be spoken to. Those things didn't come naturally. Let's say, meron akong isang former boss na parang sinungitan niya ako for something that I didn't look at right away. And then I went to her. I really said, I don't like that approach because I'm gonna do it. But kung sa Philippines, parang never kung gagawin yun uh-huh. before. But it's good to really advocate for yourself. How you manage your boss. Kung bakit natulungan mo rin siya, paano ka i-manage? And dito kasi, yeah. medyo ano tayo, yung mahiyain, yung nga, non-confrontational, or yeah. kailangan, masyado tayong balat si Buyas. I think it's cultural. Cultural differences na yan. Yeah. And then, yung one thing I learned, since we're talking about corporate life, there are people who will take advantage of your niceness. Uh-oh. So, yung, yung parang modus operandi ko at work, if they're nice to you, if they're nice to me, I'm nice to them. Okay. But you'll come across people who will fight, who sometimes you have to fight fire with fire, which is not natural for us. Because uh-huh. this is the weird thing. You they don't respond to kindness. They respond to fire. Ah, kung so baga, may mga respect kanila pag binabara mo rin sila, pagka binabara-bara kanila or pinapahiya kanila. Oh, yung iba, mas respect na when you have an air of authority. Eh ako, hindi ako ganun mag-manage. Or, but I can spot it. Like, kasi na, na, natutunan ko yun nung nag-yoga teacher training din kasi ako. One of the key lessons from that time is may pupuntahan kaming class na kasi ano siya, big time yoga guru practically started yoga in New York. So, going into the class, sobrang intimidated na parang, oh my gosh, na parang baka makasungit siya or intimidating na uh, like kung may mali kang gagawin sa class. When we mm. got to the class, the most down-to-earth teacher, as in, nagjo-joke siya about bread, banana bread, oh. like super, like no air of mm. ego, like funny, comedic, like, siko, ay, ganun pala yun. Kasi the more experienced you are, the more comfortable you are making fool, a fool of yourself. You don't have to show the world how intelligent and authoritative you are. Because you already are. So mm-hmm. from that experience, I learned ko na I can I can be serious about work, but I don't have to take myself seriously. So that's how I manage my in my my team and the way I manage my work. So meron akong ganong understanding na based on that experience from that yoga teacher na ah exuding authority doesn't mean being serious and like. You know, you don't have to be like, oh, I'm a leader. Yeah. But you can be funny. You can be yourself. You can be approachable. And, you know, you can be parang kenkoy, diba? Na you're a funny boss. But some people don't respond to that. Gusto nila like old school na, I'm serious. I'm oh. a boss. Oh. So, pag ganun, may mo, may, parang, ano lang, may mode ka na, ako, may mode ako na, if yung kausap ko, alam kung ganun siya. Eh, di boss face. Pero kung alam kong, ano. Kumaga, depends tao. You have to read people then. Tsaka kanya-kanyang, ano yan eh. Kanya-kanyang personality, kanya-kanyang style ng pakikisama. Does this apply rin sa New York? Yung ano, um, do your job, uh, get paid, go home. Kasi not everyone is your friend sa office. Ah, uh, yes. It really depends on where you work. And depends where you work. And how long you've been working there. 
Um, usually, if you're new at work, you kind of keep a low profile, you know, don't stir the pot so much. And then after a couple of months, once you've learned the lay of the land and, you know, the people, because, ah, yun yung mistake ko pala when I first moved here, other than being young and arrogant. Ko, di ba pag may certain age ka in your 20s, feeling mo, alam mo na lahat. Mm. So I think I was incentivized to learning the office culture and office politics around me. So I think it's important if you're joining a workplace na aralin mo muna lahat. Tapos one of my friends, yung way niya, <laughs> ewan ko mm. kung applicable pa ngayon eh. Pero back in the day, yung sabi niya, pag bago pa lang siya, as in, nagtatry lang siya mag-blend it. Like, yung bihis niya, very, ano, nothing too loud, nothing, mm. like, very, you know, just learn the lay of the land. By the way, can I just say, you're such a good interviewer. Salamat, ha. <laughs> yeah. I just want to ask yung mga gustong malaman ng listeners natin. Kasi, kunyari, um, marami kayang gustong magtrabaho sa ibang bansa, lalo na sa New York, di ba? Kultura sa New York, magkaiba. Do you, may mga friends ka ba sa office? It, yung friendships evolve over time. Because yung work ko ngayon, I've been there magta 10 years na sa September. So I think I've reached a place na I've been able to cultivate some friendships. But uh, not... I don't know if it's just me kasi medyo socially awkward din ako in general. Uh, like a lot of comedians. <laughs> Pero ako hirap ako to make friends kasi... Well, I feeling called say the wrong thing. That's why stand-up comedy is so good because I don't have to worry. I'm fit. stand-up comedian, ka eh. No filter. Uh, exactly, but in real life, uh, I've made friends now. I've made friends at work, like enough na to text. Although my mm. friendship eating kasi syempre kung if you work together and then they're not in the office anymore then they get busy you get busy may ganong friendships na fleeting it, it didn't end on bad terms it just hindi mm. lang kayo in touch parang you lost marami oh. lang ganon okay walang pero walang papalit sa friendships that you make in offices here in the Philippines oo oh, iba like for example the summit talagang uh, ano iba close-knit summit diba oh. yeah like to this day, like my my friends from Summit are still my parang yeah, they're my sisters. Kasama mo si Ana Kalaw, si Lakat Manalo, si Kat is doing well. Yeah, they're the people I call. As in uh yeah. Si Lil Bose, she she's daughter ni Santi Bose, the painter. Nauna siya lumipat ng states before me. Yan, yeah, like the first time I got fired, she's the one I called. Yana? Oh yeah, by the way, I don't know if I mentioned this, I kept getting fired the first few years in New York. <laughs> I think kaya ako umabot ng 10 years dito sa current job ko kasi sobra akong na-traumatize nung early bakit years. Ka na, in... oh, bakit ka na napa-fire dati? So I kept getting fired for several reasons. The first one, I think arrogance being in your 20s. Kasi I think it has something to do na I enjoyed some level of success when I was in Summit Media kasi umabot din ako 7 years. Uh-huh. So I think that it, it didn't get in my head. Pero meron ko lang sense of entitlement, I think, if you were successful in a previous life and then you move. So may expectation ka na, oh, okay, I know. I'm so good at this that you're not. So, kailangan, so, pag uh, nag-migrate ka or nagtrabaho ka sa ibang bansa, yung pride mo, alisin mo. Kasi 
para kang bumalik exactly. sa grade 1. Yan. Exactly. 100%. I think I missed that memo. So, mm-hmm. yung mga kung dating gawin sa, kasi sa summit before, wala naman, di naman strict sa time. Like, pasok ang 10 o'clock, stay until 9pm or whatever. Parang in and out, like, And then finally, I started working in a similar environment, but I didn't realize that it's strict sila, 9 to 6. Then I started at 9 o'clock, then I started at 9 o'clock. So, like in your 20s, na, now looking back, I was like, oh my gosh. But after I got fired from that job, I was one of the best office, like 8.30. Like the jobs that came after that, I was the first one to go to office. I didn't even go But yung the, I think there was like recession. Actually, I didn't. Buti na lang, yung nung na-fire ako was the res- during the time of recession kasi hindi mo siya na kahit everyone was losing their jobs. But ako, as in straightforward, just fired. Hindi, yung iba, parang not getting along with... So, not my fault. I mean, it was my... Yung... Paano ba? So, it happened three times. So, not one, not two, but three. Uh, so, the first time, yun nga, pasaway, being in my 20s, know it all, like, not reading the room. Yung second time was I flubbed yung yung second time it was somewhere na medyo ano sila may may, may pagka-clickish din but their interview process was so complicated siguro parang 10 interviews but they make you work there so I was working there na nang 3 months as I was doing the interviews and then one of the last two interviews parang I said the wrong thing Ah, uh, so I think so. Hindi ako nag-advance. Parang audition, di ba? Hindi ako nag-advance dun sa final. Ako interview, ah, parang kapumasa uh, talaga sa kusang karayum. Yung pangalawa na yun, na ah, yung company na yun. Pero now they're not doing so well. But it's okay. It was very. It's it was still a good experience. Kaya three months ang kahit. Parang it taught me so much. Like that I've carried to my next jobs. Yung third naman, parang mas office politics related. Na I got along well with the main boss, pero yung number two niya didn't like me so much and they didn't think I was good enough. Mm. Pero syempre, di ba, with every, parang ano rin yan eh, dating. Yung, I never experienced dating heartaches in New York because I was already coupled up. Pero in terms of yung sa jobs, but this is what it feels like. <laughs> parang with every time na, lalo na nung third, parang again, oh my gosh. Parang, can't I hold down a job? So, ang nangyari nun, at my current job, nung first year, sobrang praning na praning. Parang may narinig lang ako na, oh, so what are you gonna me? Parang sobrang, sobrang takot-takot pa rin. Uh, Tapos nung pagka may running joke ako na so finally binigyan na ako. May, may na akong office ngayon which is nice, mm. diba? It's such a, I feel like I earned it. But hindi ko siya decorate until mga one year in. Basta parang yun yung running joke ko. Nag-decorate ako ng office parang on my ninth year. Para <laughs> sobrang Sobrang na-traumatize not- ka. Uh, um, actually, ginawa ko rin dati yan. Kahit na na-regular na ako, dalawang taon na ako sa opisina. Konti lang ang gamit ko. Kasi diba? ang lead So, pag nag-resign ako, madali diba? kukunin yung mga gamit ko kagad, di ba? Exactly. Right now, yeah. you're doing stand-up comedy on the side. Paano nagsimula ito? Ayan, pinag-usapan na natin yung ano mo eh, uh, yung buhay mo na nasa Amerika ka, paano ka nakapunta? Yeah. Then, yung mga experiences mo. Ngayon, yung stand-up comedy mo naman. Oh, good question. And tinatry ko tong pinag-iisipan ko yung sagot dito na kasi every time I've tried to answer it, ang haba ng sagot ko. So, I'll try to keep it short. So, <laughs> Nag-start yun, yung stand-up comedy. So, one, I've always been a comedy fangirl. As a child, I read all the... I saw all the Eddie Murphy movies, read volumes of 
comic books, Calvin and Hobbes, Garfield books, everything. Because my parents own the bookstore. Um, so comedy fan girl, so inevitable na I would do it. And then secondly, yung ma- people were saying, yung mga tao kept telling me, I'm sure you get this a lot too, na people kept telling me that I'm funny. So I wanted to reverse engineer the moments I made people laugh and understand how and why. Tapos, ang nangyayari pa, minsan may sasabihin ako na hindi ko nalalam na nakakatawa. Tapos biglang tatawa sila. Kasi ko, ba't, ba't sila natawa? Parang side comment ko lang yun na nor- like in a normal conversation. I would say it. Tapos tumatawa sila. Kasi ko, bakit? Parang hindi ko mag-get. Ba't sila tumatawa? So yung moments na yun, I wanted to unpack and reverse engineer. And then the third reason... Actually, since nung time na yon, approaching nine years na ako sa work, I was starting to burn out. I was starting to struggle with the work. Actually, work ko, madali siya. At this, and naman sobrang dali. I mean, syempre, may challenges pa rin. But by the ninth year, syempre, di ba, anywhere, it was starting to be overwhelming with work or may mga challenges that were coming up. So I needed something to balance ba yung work na yung everyone says it it's such a cliche yung work-life balance mm. uh, but it came down to that tapos there was this meron coming in attendance na seminar sa work parang leadership training but nag-use sila ng psychometrics I don't know if you've heard of Clifton Strengths so series of seminars but the first uh, so medyo na siguro naisip ko na na okay magtitake ba ako ng class one of the first questions dun sa seminar was Who here would talk to someone on the elevator? Tapos ako naman, di ba? Me! Tapos ako lang yung nag, ako lang yung nagsabi. It's like, oh, I thought that's what everyone did. Tapos sanya nila, no, oh my gosh, no. Tapos yun pala, parang certain skill yun. It's it's a good thing pala. It applies to a certain uh, strength. And then from there, parang nag-light bulb moment. And then, ang nangyari pa nun, uh, nagka-audio issue. Kasi, so, we were in New York, tapos yung Montreal office was dialing from Zoom. So, may audio issues. Hindi umaandar yung mic. So, we all had to go up one by one to Uh-oh. get closer to the computer. Para mag... Eh, nung, yung suot ko nung day na yun, para siyang jumpsuit na mukha siyang sofa. Uh-oh. So, ko sa front. Say ko, oh, I'm wearing my grandmother's sofa. Basta say ko, this romper looks like curtains. Ganyan, ganyan. Mm. It was actually it, my opening jokes. Tapos tumawa lahat. As in, mm. tawa sila ng tapa. Tapos pagbalik namin sa office, yung isa kong office mate, sanya, Marielle, you're a stand-up comedian. Tapos parang ako, oh my gosh. Parang nagka-light bulb. Parang naging sign siya na, oh, I should just take the class. And then yun na. Parang yun na. But I was keeping it a secret. Hindi ko sinabi, pati sa mami ko, hindi ko sinabi na nag-stand-up comedy oh. class ako up the day of the graduation. And then, wala, ayoko sabihin sa mga tao kasi what if, di ba, yabang mo, I'm a stand-up comedian, does you suck. <laughs> But I wanted to make sure na I had enough material or it was funny. So, I was keeping it a secret. So, naging, hindi na siya secret nung nag-graduation show ako and then my husband posted Um, yun na. Tapos, from there, parang, I'm sure you went through this. Parang snowball effect. Because I really love it. I love comedy. Did that then, answer your question? Ngayon, <laughs> nasa Broadway, ano ka na, comedy club. Nag-audition ka rin dyan. Oh, not, uh, hindi pa ako officially past, I mean, paid comedian, but meron oh. akong resident 
which is Uh-oh. the first step getting past. So, yeah. Masyado bang competitive kasi bawat kanto ata sa New York may comedy club, everyone's doing comedy, may mga comedy classes, may improv classes, yeah. di ba? Meron mga comedy writing. That's a very good question. It's actually a really good... Siyempre, biased ako kasi New York, di ba? Pero New York and LA and Atlanta and a few other places have very strong comedy scenes. What I love about New York and what I've observed firsthand is, di ba expect mo since kum- madaming comedy and it's competitive, cutthroat siya. Uh-huh. What I find is everyone is actually, at least the comics I've met, everyone I think is supportive Kasi there's so much of it. Hindi ka maubusan, kumbaga. Like, parang you don't need to be mean and unkind. Kasi kunwari, itong industry room, itong Broadway Comedy Club, it took me two tries. Siyempre masakit, di ba? Parang, oh, you got rejected. Pero, in terms of yung competitiveness, hindi ko siya naramdaman in a negative way. More of ano lang siya. Oh, ang dami natin. So, kailangan 2023 pa tayo maka-audition for certain things. Tapos, ano siya, feeling ko yung, wala, you just all help each other, you network. I think dahil ang daming opportunities, hindi siya kati, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Whereas in some other places, you're competing for, you're vying for only a few spots. Clickish ba? Clickish, pero hindi... Actually, I think anywhere you go, you'll find clicks. Yung more ano siya, in, unintentionally... Hindi. Hindi siya clickish in a negative way, but it's very neighborhood-driven. So there are a bunch of comics who live in Brooklyn. Siyempre sila-sila dun sa neighborhood. Uh, yeah. And then make club. And then they produce their own shows. But we all kind of converge. Let's say, pupunta silang Manhattan or... Kasi we kind of go to each other's gigs yeah. and shows. So, hindi siya clickish in terms of... Uh, in my experience, ah, kasi syempre, I'm, I'm still very new. So, ibang... I don't know how it is with yung more established. But I don't... I've rarely ever felt na... I've always felt welcomed, if that makes sense. I think mental din siya na... Mm. Although, of course, meron din akong mga na-meet na comedians na alam ko na I'm not welcome. But mm. you go you go with your crew, di ba? Parang you go where you're wanted. May basically. discrimination ba? Kasi Pinoy ka o Asian ka. Actually, yun, hindi ko siya, to be honest, hindi ko siya na-experience. I think yung mas discrimination... Not even, kasi you would think, the female comedians, it's such a thing na oh. some guys, they're not. Never gonna experience discrimination in a tangible way that would affect my performance at the club. But I have experienced it by reading through certain messages. Na alam mong certain comedians have that viewpoint with female comedians. Like, hindi nila alam... May mga, kasi may mga group chat ako na nandun. Tapos minsan nadudulas yung ibang guys na about how they feel about female comics. Tapos nakalimutan siguro nila, oh, there, there are girls in this group. So, mas ganong level. But in terms of in a club, parang eh, hindi. Kasi iba, iba yung, I think na advantage ako kasi parang iba yung ano mo rin eh. Parang point bring, point. Oh, let's talk about your joke writing style and your comedy style. Kasi kanya-kanyang comedian, May, ano, kanya-kanyang style yan sa delivery, sa mga topics nila, set up 
punchline tapos act out may emotional tag may ganung ka ba na formula ng ginagawa yeah um but going back quickly to your other question i also don't feel discriminated kasi i'm so different from the demographic uh i started late i'm a mommy i'm in my 40s i'm female i'm asian so i think hindi ko siya naramdaman kasi the other ones who are in the same demo and then we're very supportive uh anyway uh so your question in terms of joke writing yeah i follow the typical writing structure ng joke yung setup punch tapos i do different styles of delivery yung straightforward me act out hindi ko lang ko na emotional ano isa after the punchline yung mga topper mo ganyan yung community sa nerd sobrang supportive we give each other taglines yung parang, di ba sinasabi mo, pag umihirit ka, tumatawa sa'yo yung mga friends mo. Yung mga side comment mo, yun yung parang emotional tag. O tapos pag tumawa sila, dadagdaga mo pa yung punchline, yun yung topper mo. Okay, so nangyayari yun, spontaneously, in certain instances, kunwari hindi nag-land yung joke. Tapos mas natatawa sila sa sinasabi ko after na hindi nag-land yung joke. Tapos yung other taglines naman, um, di ba di, may, may kasabihan na your jokes are written by other comedians? Like your, your ano, akit na kayong exact uh, verbiage. But something about your material, half of it is written by other comedians. And it's so true, kasi sa open mic, you give each other suggestions and taglines. Sobrang generous. I think yung, comu- yung comedy communities in New York, ganun siya eh, very generous. I've, I feel that it's been generous. Like, even, like, the other female comedians, like, they've helped me, the guy comedians. Do that. Ah, tapos, in terms of yung joke writing, so, that's when I realized na I've consumed so much comedy as a child. Kasi yung, yung comic strips pala follow that same, same diba, writing structure. Panel. Tatlong panel yan. Like, you, you, you write comic strip, so, alam yeah. mo to, diba? Parang, So all this all these years I've been doing it I've been reading it without realizing it. Mm-hmm. So, so as, up until I started ako mag comedy dun ko na realize ah yun pala yun and the way Filipinos talk we talk na in setup punch like di ba mahirit yung Filipino like ganun yes, so, tayo mag-usap. Mm-hmm. Sobrang sobrang natural talaga yung nagjo-joke ka lang habang nag-uusap kayo. Oh sino mas mahirap patawanin Filipino o Amerikano? Filipinos for sure kasi we know comedy parang feeling ko comedy is so in our blood so you have to work harder I think if it's well for me so I haven't performed na all Filipinos yet in a group but I know it's gonna be challenging kasi syempre diba parang it's it's like performing in front of other comedians kasi alam ko all So many Filipinos. I have yet to meet a Filipino na hindi nakakatawa. I think most Filipinos are funny. Tapos, yung ibang isang mahirap patawanin for me initially were the Gen Zs. Mm. Hirap ako nung uli. So when I finally broke through, I was like, yes! Gen Z boys and girls were the toughest for me in the beginning. Ano yung ano, difference ng Gen Z sa mga ibang generation na patawanin? Ano ba humor nila? Yung Gen Z parang mas... And I say this lovingly. I love them. I've learned so most of my, a lot of my friends are Gen Zs now. Now they teach me so much, Uh-oh. so many things. Ano sila? Parang mas worldly, mas hindi sila as easily impressed. 
well one some of them are more easily offended but it doesn't really apply to comedy parang if you if you if you watch comedy you know what you're parang don't complain diba but and these are as easily impressed or hindi ko maalala eh parang hindi sila mabilis matawa ah it goes back to the older you are the less likely you are to take yourself seriously diba mas may sense of humor ka about yourself like Whatever, older, whatever. But I think pag mas bata ka, mas may inclination ka to be like, I'm intelligent, I'm smart. Like, mm. to come across a certain way. So, parang hindi si, yung, I think, may ganong, di ko pa masyadong na-unpack bakit mahirap sila patawanin. Pero, yun nga, I guess mas serious sila about stuff, mas, uh, it's not, and then, hindi ko, actually, I don't want to offend them then kasi marami akong friends na uh, Gen Z. Iba lang talaga yung what they've, Iba yung point of view nila sa atin na Iba parang... yung point of view. Parang you have to work harder to make them laugh. Kasi mm-hmm. napansin ko, isipin ko pa yung older, yung mahirap patawanan, di ba? Ito yung mas kalog sila eh. Yung, parang mas, mas willing. I think the older you are, the more willing you are to laugh. It's not like the kids don't wanna laugh, but it just takes more effort. Mm-hmm. Um... Pag naala, pag na, na-process po siya sa mind ko, i-DM kita kung bakit. But yun yung nalala ko, the first few mics, there was this particular room. Every time I would go, as in, uuwi ako, sobrang deflated. Kasi talagang walang naglaland na joke. Parang, hmm, gano'n, parang, okay, parang, wala, hindi sila natatawa. Tapos nung finally napatawa ko sila, parang, oh my gosh! Parang highlight of that week na the first time kong umuwi na not feeling dejected. Pero sila yung pinakanahirapan ako nung una patawanin. Uh, yung joke writing style mo, syempre, sa umpisa, mahaba yung sinulat mo and then you perform liposuction hanggang sa you trim the fat, iksi ng iksi yung joke mo, nangyayari rin sa yan. Yes, 100%. And perfect example is meron akong joke about uh, open marriages so yung general premise is I think open marriages are a chore like who has time for open marriages so nag start yun as a Will and Jade the uh, open marriage ba finally nagkwento sila na open marriage uh-huh. sila blah 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 so for months and months I work on, worked on that joke sabay nag Oscars everyone started doing Will and Jade the jokes mm-hmm. so finally yung joke na yun parang umabot na siya na sa point na parang okay na siya like in rotation and then i had to change it kasi everyone was doing will and jay the jokes and then parang ano na tapos buti na lang yung premise ng joke is not about them per se it's yung kumbaga yung bones ng joke is about i think open marriages are you need like uh, an assistant to help you mm. <laughs> further and further refine a joke until na-distill mo ba? Parang ano, vodka. Oo. Yung material mo, gano'n nakatagal? Gano'n nakahaba yung nasulat mo? Yeah, I think nung nag-last time, nag-DM, parang sabi ko, 5 minutes. I think ngayon, meron akong mga 17 to 20 minutes. 17 minutes, I think. Yung strong material, ah, like. Uh, but I still do, I know I have 17 minutes to 20 minutes of material, even more. But I'm still most comfortable doing 5 to 7 minute sets. Okay. So, parang pag 10 minute set, natitense ako pag 10 minutes, parang feeling ko, it's uh, still not. Although my last 
uh, 14 minutes it went really well but yung kumbaga ang tawag doon um yung um, oh, basketball player kailan mo ano ka 7 minutes ka pinapalaro ganyan uh, yung kumbaga in playing field na I'm comfortable with is still 5 to 7 minutes alam oh. kong wala pa ako sa night after night 10 minutes it's really uh-huh. more 5 to 7 but then Okay, mm-hmm. so ang sikreto talaga dyan is you just keep on doing it, keep on writing, keep on performing on stage. May mga binago ka ba sa sarili mo? Kasi dito sa Pilipinas, when you perform stand-up, mas gusto nila yung animated ka. Kumbaga, mas sikat si Jim Carrey mm-hmm. kaysa kay Stephen Wright. Ay, versus deadpan, mas gusto nila Oo, dito yung... Mas gusto nila yung animated. Kasi pag deadpan, iniisip nila parang ano, kulang ka sa energy, ganyan. Paano ka mag-deliver ng jokes mo? Ah. So, ginagawa ko ngayon, mix siya of delivery and acting out, tapos changing the timbre of my voice, tsaka yung pacing, tsaka yung word emphasis mm-hmm. uh, for certain jokes. So, syempre, once the joke has been written and you know it's in a good place, then you play with which word do I emphasize. And then the two things I could say na I worked on are, napansin ko, when I'm tired or nervous, mas lumalabas my Filipino accent sa stage. Uh, okay. Parang nagkumakapal yung Filipino accent ko. So, which is fine. Like, everyone, a lot of people, New York is such a transient city, so everyone's from everywhere. So, the accent's not a big deal. Um, hindi siya yung parang, you need to be slang. Hindi. Very, ano naman, wala. It's not a big deal. But I just noticed it. It's more for my ear na parang, oh, lakas ng Filipino accent ko nung night na yun. Mm-hmm. So, yung second is, and the one I learned from one of my teachers, Rick Chrome, Meron siyang documentary, you should look him up. Um, from Comedy Cellar. Ano siya? Uh, most, I noticed with women, common tong issue na to, is ending your joke, ending what you say um, without making it sound like a question. Question? A lot of women deliver that way. Like, so yung hyper-awareness of how you end the sentence na hindi ka... I was going to the coffee shop and this guy, I So, yun yung one issue na you have to, like, I had to, like, look. Actually, I wasn't doing it that much. Maybe I was, but it was good to know. And then the other is yung, wala, flat monotonous delivery nga. Kailangan mo ng kind of different kinds of yung timber of your voice, yung playing with volume, playing with pacing. So, yung mga technical... Did that answer your question? Uh, the writing is just one part. Yung performing your jokes, ibang, ano yan, ibang practice yan. That's why we all need open mics eh, pagka stand-up comedians. Tapos, yung pagbabam or yung hindi, na, hindi silang tatawa on stage, normal yan sa lahat ng comedian. Kasi nga, you're rewriting, you're practicing how to perform your joke. Marielle, ang dami nating natutunan dito sa episode na to, sa Underpaid. Saan ka ba namin pwedeng mahanap sa social media? Kasi, Alam ko, meron kang TikTok account, meron kang Instagram. Uh, tell the, may mga immortal kung sa kanila pwedeng mapanood. At habang nandito ka sa Pilipinas, baka may mga gigs ka. Promote na natin. Ah. And thank you. Thank you so much for having hmm. me. Thank you, Mr. Stanley Chi. So, no gigs for now. Doing mostly, kumbaga, interviews and uh, reaching out to people. But for Instagram, you can find me at at Marielle Jimenez NYC. Sa TikTok naman is at Marielle J Comic. And yeah, just add me, follow me, and yeah, you can DM me. Sumasagot ako sa DM. 
Huwag lang po kayo mag-try magbenta sa akin ng uh, condo kasi my sister-in-law is a real estate agent. So marami ako nakukuha na friend request sa Facebook. But maya-maya, ano pala, nagbibenta ng condo. My sister-in-law sells real estate. So if ever on the market ako to buy a condo, I would go to sister my sister-in-law. So sorry po if I don't respond to your inquiry but otherwise yes super thank you thank you so much for having me thank you, thank you. god bless you everyone thank you for guesting mariela sana maulit ang guesting mo rito and inexpect ko sana nasa crazy rich asians of course. Na, ano, yung part three pagka ano, ginagawa na nila thank you i said oh my gosh that would be amazing thank you and of course anytime invite mo lang ako and uh, apologies for the technical difficulties but hopefully next time Baka may mapapromote ako yung tatawag sa'yo. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Marielle Jimenez. Mga immortal support natin siya. The Other Paid Podcast is produced by Podcast Network Asia and we have episodes every Mondays and Thursdays. May Instagram and Facebook ang Underpaid. Hanapin nyo lang, The Underpaid Podcast. At kung hindi pa kayo nagsasubscribe sa Spotify and Apple Podcast at pang ginagawa ninyo dyan, mag-subscribe na kayo rate the podcast, mag-comment kayo at kung meron kayong mga topics na gusto nyong pag-usapan natin dito, sabihin nyo lang. Meron din ako mga social media pages. Hanapin nyo ako, Stanley Chi at yung Suplado Store sa Shopee. Please support. Meron tayong mga bagong designs dyan na statement shirts. Okay? So there you have it guys for Miss Marielle Jimenez. I'm your host, Stanley Chi and this is the Underpaid Podcast. And that's another episode of Underpaid with Stanley Chi. Hit that follow button to get updated with our new episodes. Follow us at our socials at The Underpaid Podcast. Kita kits, mga immortal. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.